Here we go. Join me and together we can rule the galaxy. How? Hello and welcome to Behind the Dreams Podcast. My name is Jordan Wiegand and I have my sister. Christian Allgaier. And uh, we talk all things Disney, the parks, the movies, the video games, TV shows, anything Disney. We talk about it. Um, and just as like introduction to every episode, we usually have a opening question and a closing question to help you guys get to know us better. So our first question today is what uh, fairy tale or you know children's book would that has not been adapted by Disney yet would you like to see next and we'll start with you um okay so mine would be princess and the P princess and the what P oh uh, what's what's what, what's that one the princess and the P but like what <laughs> happens in it so the uh, the prince is looking for a wife a pea. and none of the um, none of the princesses are like meet his thing like there's something wrong with each of them whether mm. it's like I can't remember everything but it's like if they're too fat too thin not beautiful enough don't know how to do this don't know how to do that like there was something wrong with each one of them. So and it's like he, the Goldilocks of like, he's Goldilocks and the women are the porridges and he can't tell which one's just right. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> so like he finds this girl, I think it was like, somehow he finds her, but like, I don't know if it's like in the woods or something. So she says that she's a princess mm. and they do this test to see if she really is a princess. So they have her say in the castle. And, oh, it's a P, like a, okay, listen, this, this is the test. So they, they put her in bed with like 20 mattresses and blankets and they put a P in between some of them and she wakes up the next morning saying that she couldn't get any sleep because there's something in the mattresses that kept her up. And they said, oh, only a princess would notice that. The little P is what mm. apparently she noticed. How have I, really I never read this? It. How have I never read the heard of this? I don't know. How have you not ever heard of it? <laughs> I don't know. Because it's a weird one. Um, it is weird. But what I was thinking is they could kind of like, you know, adapt it, of course, and have her like have to go through other tests like to trials. see how, if she's really a princess. You know what I mean? Yeah. What a lame but, test like, anyway. Like. Go try to yeah. sleep on 20 mattresses. And then we snuck this pee underneath of the mattress. <laughs> Which I don't understand how the pee doesn't smash anyway. And like, how it would even bother your sleep enough anyway. Right. You're not a princess. But neither was she. <laughs> so obviously anybody can get fooled no, by this. She was. She, no, she was one that wasn't acting like... she was. No. Right? No, no, no. They just found her... That he just like came upon her, so he didn't know whether she really was a princess or not. Although she said she was. Oh, that's a lame, lame story. 
whatever. I can't believe it was you chose... that or Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> I can't believe you chose that one out of all the ones that have not been adapted. I see some potential there. I don't know. I've read about a bunch of other fairy tales, and I was like, oh, I haven't heard of half of these. Well, here's another. another here's a list. The other one. That... Wait, the other one that came to mind was Little Red Riding Hood. Yes. I'm not using this trivia question anymore, but when I was looking for trivia, uh-huh. <laughs> it said that it was the first cartoon that Walt Disney did or something. Well, I still would have let or, it slide. It wasn't like a full-length animated film. Well, that's, how, that's what I wasn't sure yeah. of. Because, um, I mean, like, so here's the ones I was thinking of. You have uh, Little Red Riding Hood has not been. Uh, Goldilocks and the Three Bears have not been. Um... Jack and the Beanstalk has not been properly adapted. It was going to be gigantic. And before yeah. that, it was on Fun and Fancy Free as a short... It's like a short inside of Fun and Fancy Free. Yeah. You know, know, but it hasn't been a full adaptation with, like... And it was Mickey in it. So I, I think more of, like, along the lines of, like, Snow White or Tangled with, like, an actual, like, human, you know, being the part. Um, yeah. And they had... Um, Hansel and Gretel still have not been ad- adapted yet. Yeah, but see, I thought about that one, and I don't know. I just and uh, Rumpelstiltskin <laughs> is actually my answer because. So that was that was my other choice. So yeah. you could be happy that I didn't steal yours. Well, I actually had a backup that if you had said <laughs> Rumpelstiltskin, I would have came up with one of the other ones I just mentioned. Probably Jack and the Beanstalk. Well, what's your second choice? Probably well, Jack and the Beanstalk. Probably Jack and the Beanstalk. So I think Hansel and Gretel would be pretty cool. Um, okay. I think there's more depth there than a woman sleeping on a mattress, but <laughs> listen, that's the premise. But I'm saying they could have her do a whole lot more. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I think uh, Rumpelstiltskin, it, which is crazy, is that he is like the best character in Once Upon a Time, and it they haven't even adapted him. You know, like Disney. Yeah, I have not even I adapted. Thought about that. Too. For a show that, like, became, like, more heavily influenced by the Disney adaptations later on, like, he was, like, their strongest character without even, um, without even having anything to go off of on, on Disney's end, just the normal Rumpelstiltskin stuff. But yeah, I think that's pretty cool. I mean, so there's tons of other fairy tales. I put book in there, too, because, you know, you have, like, stuff like, you know, Pinocchio, Peter Pan, and, um... Uh, Winnie the Pooh, uh, you know, stuff that was actually books and not, um, um, Alice in Wonderland, you know, stuff that was books and not short stories or fairy tales. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, that'd be cool. I'm actually looking at my DVDs now just because I'm like, like some of these you wouldn't think are adaptations, but they are. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so, alright, I guess moving on to, uh, the news. Extra, extra, read all about it! Okay, so our first bit of news was Bluetooth Magic Bands, right? Isn't that what oh, you yeah. sent me? Um, yeah. 
Yeah. I, I don't know how I like that. I'm trying to find the actual article on it, but I can't. Um, don't really know how I feel about it. I guess it's supposed to be, like, for people that don't know, like, a Mickey shape. Isn't that what it is? Mickey shape. Hold on. Band? I have the actual thing right now. Um, it says it'll allow, well, I don't see anything about Mickey shape, but apparently oh. they're adding it to the magic bands, um, that will allow guests at these resorts, cause they're just starting, they're trying it at Polynesian and Grand Floridian first. Mm-hmm. Um, so you can open your door without tapping your magic band. It allows you to simply open the door once the magic band is in range of the room. That's what worries me about it. Like, there's there's certain parts of it that make me, like, a little uneasy about it. One being... Well, it still will only open the door it's supposed to open. No, I understand that. But if I'm in range of it leaving from my hotel, you know, leaving from my room, and some yeah, other... Yeah, I don't think it's that big of a range. I think it's literally, like... This is what I picture. Like... You're walking up to your room and you have stuff in your hands. Yeah. And instead of having to turn to put it there, it's like right next to the door. I still feel like it's right there. I don't think it's going to be like a, as you're walking away, somebody could still open your door. Well, that's what they need to clarify, what range it is. Or is it like if you're inside the hotel room and your magic band's in there, can the door just, anybody can just open your door? You know, we'd have to find out how close the range well, then you is. Put, then you put your lock over it. The other lock. Yeah, I guess. But then they're supposed to have where the um, hotel staff can come in on you. So you wouldn't be able to keep the lock on there, right? I mean, because they have to say, hey, they have to be able to open your door themselves. So Yeah, so I don't know. I'm thinking it's a very small range that this works in. It could be. I hope so, because if not, I'd be worried all the time. Yeah. Like some guy lurking around the corner, and then he sees you leave your room, and he just, like, dives into it, like... I'm in range, like, while you're still in range, you know? Yeah. Alright, so... I don't know, I feel like it's like, you know, the car doors that have those things? I feel like it's like that. Do they have something like that? Car doors? Yeah. Yeah. If your keys are just near it, you don't have to get it out? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought that was... Julie just said that too. She thought it was the engine, like when you're in the car and you don't have to put your key up there to drive. I don't know. I feel like it's something with the car doors being unlocked too. Okay. Okay, so we will move on to the next news item. Circle of Life is closing at the Land at the Pavilion. La- yes. <laughs> People keep thinking it is the Festival of the Lion King. Um, It's not. (laughs) It is a Circle of Life, an environmental fable at the Land Pavilion in Epcot. will have its final showing February 3rd, 2018. That's this year. Um, In the short term, accordingly, is that the Disney Performing Arts will use that space for performances and classes um, because... The one that is, and we'll get into this in rumors too, but the one that, there is one in Epcot already that's backstage. Oh, um, really? Yes, and they need 
they need to clear that out because of what we're going to be talking about in rumors. But they need to clear that out, so they're going to move them into these rooms. I think while the Wide World of Sports is building their new infrastructure, um, and then I guess they would be moved there permanently. And then a new the theater will be used again for a permanent attraction at a later time. Uh, but it's a 20-minute live-action movie featuring... There's no way it's 20 minutes. I thought it was 8 minutes. Yeah, no, it's definitely got to be about that. Because we did it in September, and it seemed... I mean, not that it seemed like... I'm not saying it dragged and felt long. I'm just saying, like, I remember it being a decent amount of time. Well, it debuted on January 21st of 1995. So... Yeah. Yeah, my fiancé was one month old. Um, (laughs) Almost two months. Almost two months. But it was... I can't remember the last time I did it. So I was probably a kid the last time I did it. And I've lived well, there, so I have not gone, have not gone back. Well, it's funny because mom and dad just said, "Oh, we were trying to take the kids there the other day, and they didn't want anything to do with it." And I was like, "Well, we did just see it in September, and that's so. why they didn't want anything to do with it." Yeah, probably. So I mean, yes, not sad about it going because it's been there for a long time, and they need to. Uh, added something else. I'm just a little sad that they're not adding anything anytime soon. Yeah. Um, but you know what? When you get to... I don't want to say it right now because I want to save it in the rumors. But when you get to what the rumors are for this by insiders that actually know what's going on, um, you might be glad that it's closing. Um, not for what will replace it, but for the reason why they have to clear out that, that space. Um, so... We also got just another bit of update here. Um, the Bona Vista Drive entrance to Hollywood Studios is being rerouted later this month. Because um, of continuing construction and road work uh, at the parking lot of Hollywood Studios, a new temporary road and auto plaza will welcome guests from Bona Vista Drive into the park beginning January 18th. So that's from uh, WDW News Today. Um, they have a map of it. I think that map might be an official map. I'm not sure. But, um, it just has, like, a map of, like, what road is being closed and the new route. Pretty much. Nothing big. Just, um, just a small new route for a little bit. Um, also, according to, uh, let's see... On January 3rd, they closed the third track of Toy Story Midway Mania, which was added in the summer of 2016, and it's being closed for a period to accommodate the uh, construction that's needed on the other side of it for Toy Story Land. Um, I guess to build the entrance and to connect the queue line into where it's going to be at, you know, um, starting this summer. So... So just a little update on there. You know, the Edison opened on New Year's Eve, which we covered last week. Um, uh-huh. And they have pictures of it on WDWMagic.com, and I'm sure other websites have pictures of the Edison. But it looks super cool. Kind of like a... It looks, you know, 
like um almost like uh steampunk almost you know like there's like boilers uh it has like yeah. lots of like uh iron and steel like industrial, work right yeah very industrial yeah so looks pretty cool um I haven't seen a price of the menus. I'm scared to look. So we don't know if we'll go there uh, anytime soon. But it looks super cool. And there's also photos uh, online on WDW Magic and other sites that have... Um, I'm just looking at the one on WDW Magic that has um, Enzo's Hideaway, the underground lounge that's going to be opening at the landing at Disney Springs. Um, it looks like an old, like, speakeasy from, like, the 20s or 30s. It looks really cool. Uh-huh. So, yeah, it looks really super cool. Um, that's all of, like, the park news. Oh, also, uh, they just ran a test, I think it was this morning or a few days ago, of the Slinky Dog, uh, ride. People uh-huh. somehow saw... <laughs> Uh, at night, when they were running this test, there's video of it online that shows the Slinky Dog track, you know, like the Slinky Dog going around the track. So, um, huh. it's very short, but uh, it's cool to check out. It's on YouTube somewhere, but um, really cool to see it. It doesn't show you much, but it's just nice to see that it's working. They got it testing, you know, so we're really not that far out from it. Yeah. No, it's going to be done. I mean, it'll be right around the corner. All right, so we'll move over to the movie and TV news. Uh, Kendrick Lamar is going to produce the Black Panther album for, I guess, the soundtrack of the movie. So that is just a little bit of news on that. Um, Also, the next movie to be... uh, Released as a Disney signature collection is uh, Lady and the Tramp. Huh. Um, so that's going to be coming out in February. Um, which is, uh, let me look at the exact date. Lady and the Tramp will be on uh, February 27th. And that's actually um, rumored to be the date for Coco as well. Oh, really? Yes. Wow, that seems fast. It is fast, yes. Um, so, I really want to go get Coco when that comes out. Um, the rumor mill for Star Wars The Last Jedi is March 27th. So. Hmm. Which is, again, very short. Yeah. Okay. And I believe that's pretty much all the uh, news we have. We can go over to the rumors. Uh, but the it's pretty much all the news that I saw. Uh, did you have anything yeah, else that you saw anywhere? No, I didn't see anything else. Oh, they did a little Wreck-It Ralph thing for uh, New Year's Eve. Once it, I guess on ABC, once it turned over to midnight. Uh, they mm-hmm. had a little clip. I don't think it was anything from the movie, though. Um, but... Has them like busting through the wall that says 2017, and behind them says 2018. So, Uh-oh. yeah. Huh. Um, 
so we'll go over to the rumors. Here's the rumors. Uh, we've been talking before. I don't know if we actually ever mentioned it, but it's been a hot rumor uh, since probably before the show started. So it might be why if we hadn't spoken of it. But the rumor of a third, I mean, a new pavilion uh, being put in Epcot. Uh, the hot contender for that is Brazil. And apparently that Disney Performance Arts uh, building that's in backstage Epcot is right on the expansion pad for a new pavilion. So it's supposed to be being cleared off. And they're, that's why they're closing Circle of Life to move. It was, they were always going to close Circle of Life, but they're closing it earlier now to move the people into there so that they can knock down the building and start prep work on Brazil Pavilion. So that's the rumor I heard from insiders on, uh, you know, WDW Magic Forums and stuff like that. So um, so I don't have any insider knowledge. Those people do. Uh, but uh, they're, they're fairly reliable. So, you know, that could be what's going on. That would on. be exciting. Yes, yeah, really exciting. And um, what what are you looking forward to if there's a Brazil pavilion? Like, do you think they'll have an attraction or like? Uh... I don't. Well, I was gonna say, I don't. What attract? What kind of attraction do you think that they would have? Well, I mean, they don't have to have anything necessarily connected to a movie, but. No, no, that's right. Yeah, they could do like a Circle Vision thing, like they did with China or. Canada, I think, has a film. You know, they can do films. Um, yeah. I want Jose Carioca to be a meet and greet, though. Put him in there. Yeah, but no, I'm super pumped if that actually happens, because that would be so much fun <laughs> to have a new yeah. pavilion. You know, we've walked around yeah. the world, we've seen so many of the same stuff it'd be really cool to have a whole new pavilion to explore and um i would assume that it's going to have to have some sort of attraction and won't just be a yeah whether it's a show a film or a, a ride you know yeah with the way that they're adding no, so be, many attractions i'd be excited for any you know just in general not knowing exactly what they're going to have in it but just the fact of something new and another like culture you can immerse yourself in there yeah yeah awesome uh so um that's the only rumor really i think another one that i read is that maybe they're not doing brave in the uk pavilion it could be leaning more towards mary poppins again so um that's just another thing i read too I think originally they were settling on Brave, but are now settling more on Mary Poppins. I don't know if it would be the original Mary Poppins or the. Um, I would hope the, the original. One. Yeah, but I could see them wanting to like cross promote their new one, um, especially if it's I mean, popular and they make yeah. more movies. Yeah. Because you know if it does well, it's going to be more than just this one Mary Poppins. <laughs> yeah. It'd be That's Mary Poppins good. returns again and again and again. You know, so. <laughs> Alright, so we'll go over to Character of the Week. We got a short show this week, I think, so. Uh, which is 
I guess kind of okay. It's the first week of the year, so that um, it's a little seems, slower. Yeah, it seems a little slow in the news. Uh, character of the week is Pinocchio. Um, did you know that Pinocchio makes a cameo in Aladdin when the genie thinks Aladdin is lying to him? Um, and Pinocchio. Pinocchio makes a cameo in Aladdin when Genie thinks Aladdin is lying to him. Hmm. Uh, Pinocchio was made from a pine tree. In fact, his name means pine seed in Italian. Hmm. Did not know that. No, other languages are so beautiful, though. Pine. Pine seed is Pinocchio. I mean, how much cooler is that? <laughs> yeah. You don't get that in English. Um, nope. Alright, and let's see here. I got some more information. He's voiced by Dickie Jones. His father is Geppetto. Um, let's see here. Um, he was in Pinocchio, which was in 1940. Um, Pinocchio, the movie, actually won uh, the 1940 Academy Award for Best Original Score. Um, and for best song. Yep, and it was also added in 1994 to the National Film Preservation Board. Uh, so the National Film Registry. Um, uh, Pinocchio appears as one of the heroes in the story of the storybook in Disney's Villains Revenge, despite the fact that none of the villain, villains from the f- film appear in the game. Do you remember that game? I don't think so. It was, a compu- what was it, called again? it was a computer game, Disney's Villains Revenge. Me and no, Brandon played it all the time, but it was like a computer game. It had two discs, and you had to like. You were like put into the storybook, and you have to like. Def- it was like you go into defeat the like the Queen of Hearts, Captain Hook. Um. I forget who else, but it was. Pretty cool. Um, for the revised versions of You and Your series of shorts, Pinocchio was portrayed by a real live boy, Elijah Wood. He appeared only in live action segments of the new versions, which were filmed in the 90s. Interesting. Um, let's see. Uh, yeah, so what it is, the cameo is uh, Genie's head turns into Pinocchio with his nose growing. Um, just saw the picture of it. Um, I thought that's what it was, but he's also appeared in House of Mouse. Um, he was in a wartime cartoon called All Together. Um, uh, he make in, in his puppet form he makes a cameo in Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Um, uh, in one episode of Aladdin the TV series, Genie briefly transformed into Geppetto and was seen controlling Pinocchio. Um, Pinocchio made a cameo appearance at the beginning of Teacher's Pet, the movie. Oh. Um, Spot Helperman has a dream where he's watching Pinocchio in that movie. Uh, Pinocchio makes two cameos in Phineas and Ferb. Um, in Tangled, Pinocchio had a cameo inside the Snuggly Duckling during the song I've Got a Dream. And he's in an episode of the Mickey Mouse shorts, Wonders of the Deep. Here he speaks in a proper Italian accent as opposed to the American accent in most media. 
Um, he appeared in the 2000 TV film Geppetto. Um, and he was in Once Upon a Time as... Uh, um, what was his name in that one? Um, August Wayne Booth. Yes. Oh, yeah. Um, and he was in the Kingdom Hearts series a lot because they go to the Pinocchio world a lot. Uh, he was in Connect Disneyland Adventures, Epic Mickey Power of Illusion. You can meet him in the parks. You know, he has a ride after him in Disneyland, Pinocchio's Daring Journey. Um, he also is has a small bit where he appears dancing alongside female puppets in Disneyland's version of Fantasmic. Um... He has a spell card in the Sorcerer's Magic Kingdom. He's in uh, the bubble montage and on Steamboat Willie in the Hollywood Studios version of Fantasmic. Um, and you can see him in the Festival of Fantasy Parade. And sometimes he is in Pinocchio Village House, like outside of there, meeting and greeting. Um, uh-huh. And that they have it, you know, a Pinocchio Village House is named after him. So. That's pretty much all the informo- information on Pinocchio. And, uh, I guess we can go over to our trivia. I'm ready. Okay, so you want to go first uh, for the first question, or do you want me to ask you first? In downtown Disney, in Walt Disney World, there's a restaurant named Fulton's Crab House. What was it called before that? Um, is it still Fulton's? I don't know. I was wondering that when I was asking this question. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's something else now. Um, and it's not downtown Disney anymore either. Uh, right, right. <laughs> um, oh, my. Is it something I should know? Mm, probably not. <laughs> okay, then I have no idea. <laughs> the Empress Lily, which was named after Walt's <sighs> wife. Okay, I knew there was a... Sh- I thought there was a ship named that, but I guess it was that. Yeah. That's so much better than having a, 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 a chain restaurant. Um, yeah. Okay, before the Grand Floridian opened, what were the original other ideas for resorts around the monorail loop? So originally they had Contemporary, Polynesian, and three other themed hotels. None of them. I, none of them were the Grand Floridian. I have no idea. <laughs> well, okay. um, Go I'll ahead. say like, I'll say like Wilderness Lodge to be there. Nope. Um, they ha- they were gonna have an Asian themed hotel, a Persian themed hotel, and a Venetian themed hotel. Hmm. Um, that now, was in the original I, drawings of the resort. Why'd they go with Graham Flaherty and Dino? I don't know. I think they just kind of put it off for a while because it, it wasn't made until like another 11 years, I think, later, or 10 years. You know, it was like made way later than the other ones. Yeah. Um, okay, we're both O and O. What's the next one? Alright, I've got so many different ones I wanted to ask. So I'm trying to figure out which one to do. Oh, what, do you have All more right. than three? Yeah, like, I have more that I could ask. 
You know what I mean? Oh, okay. So I like saved a couple and For figured out decided at the moment. Okay. Which Disney full-length animated feature was the last one to use a storybook as an introduction in the beginning of the movie? Okay. The last one. Jungle Book. Nope. Really? Is it Sleeping Beauty? Tangled? No. She says Tangled. I don't think they... Do they use the book? I don't think so. What is... What's your answer? Robin Hood. I almost said Robin Hood. I just looked at my DVDs and I was like, which one of these are based off books? (laughs) (laughs) What was Goofy's original name? Ah, shoot. <laughs> I used to know this. This though. is the like, one I, I thought mean, you would get, so. It's one that I know I've heard before. Hold on. Something dog. Yes, Dippy Dog. <laughs> no points, so. Um, zero, zero. Okay, let's see what my other one was. Oh, we'll have to have like a sudden death if it's zero, zero, I guess. I don't know what we do there. Somebody's got to get a point. See, I know if I go one way, I could give you an easy point, probably. No, don't give me an easy one. No, I don't know that it's easy. I just feel like you have a 50-50 shot because it gives you a... Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay, so at Hollywood Studios, the Tower of Terror is exactly 199 feet high. Why was it made that specific height? Um, so that they didn't have to put a uh, flying uh, beacon on it so the planes can see it? Yeah, I didn't think you'd actually get that, but yep. Woo! If it had been 200 feet or more, it would require it. Yeah, I think the castle is the same way. Okay, so there's a point for me. That's not the one that you thought I would get? No. Uh, okay. You want to hear the other question? Sure. What was the first roller coaster attraction at Walt Disney World? Space Mountain or Big Thunder? Hmm, Space Mountain. You're right there, too. <laughs> Um, Big Thunder is a little later. Okay. Uh, That's one I figured. Yeah. What was the first Disney animated film to not be based on a previous part of literature? Oh, hold on. Let me think God, how long? I know you can't answer me this, but... (laughs) It's probably earlier than you would think. Animated, you said? Yes. So it's one of the, what, 55 animated films? And you said the first one. Yeah, the first one that's not based off of, like, a fairy tale book or some form of literature. Hmm. Is it Fantasia? 
It's actually not because the Sorcerer's Apprentice is based on a poem. Darn. When you said <laughs> I thought, I figured maybe it was that. Because when I first looked it up, you... that's what I thought. Sure. When I first okay. looked it up, that's what I thought it was going to be. And then I saw that Sorcerer's, I thought Sorcerer's Apprentice was based on something. It's based on a poem. Um, so the um, rest of the movie is not, but that yeah. has a part in it that is, you know. Okay. How about Lion King? Lion King? Yeah. Uh, it's actually well before that. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, Saludos Amigos. Oh, dude. <laughs> Which is, so the movies go Snow White, Pinocchio, Fantasia, Dumbo, Bambi, then the Saludos Amigos. So... It's the sixth animated film that is not based off of any piece. It's a short film. 45 minutes. It's not even really counting. It's longer than 45 minutes, isn't it? No. Well, you know that... You know what? It's in the 40s, though, where they did all of their um, shorter package films because of the war. So... Um... Yeah, 45 minutes. What? That t- movies were that short back then. I mean, like, Pinocchio and, like, stuff is like, what, Snow White and stuff are like 60 minutes. I don't know. Let's find out. I'm pretty sure Snow White's like 60-something minutes. Even qualifies as a question. An hour and 28 minutes there, buddy. What? That's double the time. Okay, so what would it be if it wasn't any of the packaged films? It would take you all the way to... Probably Lion King, right? Probably Aristocats. I don't think that's based off anything. Oh god, I forgot about that. Here we go. Uh, No, it's based off off the Aristocats. So... The film is based on a story. Yeah. Um... Rescuers? I mean, the real answer is the is um, Saludos Amigos because whatever it's one of the fifty-five animated films. But if you were not going to do that, no, Rescuers is based on yeah, something. it's a book. Uh, Fox Hold and on. the Hound. Search this. Disney movies not based on a book. Fox and the Hound is Great Mouse Detectives based off Sherlock Holmes, Oliver and Company, Oliver Twist, Little Mermaid. Beauty and the Beast, Aladdin. Lion King is still actually, like, based off of, like, Hamlet. But is it? Is it? I mean, it's pretty much Hamlet with lions. Uh, Pocahontas. Pocahontas is based off of myth. What? This one says Fantasia, Dinosaur, Brother Bear, Home on the Range, Atlantis, Bolt, and Wreck-It Ralph. But Fantasia has something based off it so you gotta what what were the other ones brother bear atlantis um, home on the range atlantis bolt wreck it ralph and this says lion king it says it was circumstance that they happened to overlap so heavily but it was not based on hamlet yeah i mean like it's not i guess not based on it but they I don't know. I would say, though, it's, it's Saludos Amigos. 
new groove was partially based on Emperor's new clothes. Yeah, that's definitely based off of it. These people are wrong. <laughs> they were like, I'd add Frozen, Incredibles, Aristocats, Lady Tramp, 101 Dalmatians. Yeah. Yeah, because 101 Dalmatians is a book, isn't it? Yeah, based on a novel. Aristocats is based on a story. Frozen is based on a snow queen. Based on what? Oh, Snow Queen, yeah. Lady and the Tramp's also based on something. Yeah, it is. Um, Winnie the Pooh's based off the book. Um, Apparently Chicken Little is an old folk test. Yeah, you oh, know how about Lilo? That shouldn't be, right? No, Lilo and Stitch is not. But did you not know Chicken Little was a story? The sky is falling, the I sky mean, is I, falling? I, I thought so with that, but I wasn't sure. And Big Hero 6 is actually based off a of Marvel property, so it's not that. So you got Zootopia, Moana, which is kind of based off of... I guess Polynesian myth, though, because you have um, uh, Maui is a real like demigod in their culture. Yeah. So, Home on the Range. Well, obviously that's not based off anything good because it flop. It was terrible. Uh, yeah. So I guess uh, is Meet the Robinsons based off anything? I don't think so. Bolt's not, obviously. Atlantis is based off the Atlantis myth, though. I guess there's no books about it, but... Yeah, but it's still based on something. Yeah. But, answer is Saidos Migos, so I win one nothing. Okay. <laughs> Alright, so I guess we'll go to our closing question today, which is... Saddest... Death in a Disney film. Uh, we'll include Pixar and stuff in this, um, you know. But um, what is your saddest death in a Disney film? Uh, Mufasa. Okay. Um, Was that yours? <laughs> It's up there. Um, it's the only one. It's the one I think about instantly. I just remember walking out of the theaters and being like, <laughs> sobbing. You remember walking <laughs> out of the theater at five years old, seeing that movie? I do. It was traumatic for me. <laughs> um, let's see what my answer would be. I didn't really give it much thought. I, I thought Mufasa would be up there, but... Trying to really think, it, it's kind of like a lot of people say that a lot of there's actually a lot of like death in Disney films, like parents dying and stuff. But looking yeah. at this list of them, I'm looking just at the movies in front of me. Actually, it's not that true. I would say. I mean, you have what Bambi's mother dies. Um, yeah. Nothing happens in Cinderella or Alice or Lady and the Tramp. Sleeping Beauty, they all live, right? Um, yeah, uh, I don't think that's. I don't. Now I don't remember. The other movie that sticks out as being like super sad is the Fox and the Hound. 
Yeah, but I don't think any of the characters die or whatever. Like, if they lost their parents, I'm pretty sure they lost them pretty early on. Like the fox. Right. Um. Um. You know, and then I'm looking at, like, Little Mermaid, like, none of them have died. Beauty and the Beast, none of them have died. Um. You sound so disappointed. Well, I'm just saying, like, it's kind of like a stereotype that people say about Disney films. But really, like... What it is, is that the stereotype is that one of the parents is always dead. But it's not that they die in Like, in the movie. Yeah. Um... So maybe I will go with something like either like the Frozen parents or or something like uh, maybe Tarzan's parents. Mm, yeah, I think Tarzan's parents are pretty sad because he's a baby and he just has to be raised by gorillas yeah. after that. So, um, <laughs> but you know what? That, that's if I'm just looking at the Disney animated films. Thinking about it now, I don't know why I didn't say this, but uh, the yeah, what Ellie and Up? Oh, yeah, is, is pretty darn sad. Um, yeah, that's... so I think I have to go with that one. Really pull <laughs> pulled on the heartstrings there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Also, people don't like the good dinosaur, but his dad dying in that movie is so. Yeah, you know that terrible. reminds me so much of the Lion King. I think. Yeah, yeah. There's this cute video online too. I don't know if you've seen it. Of oh, this little girl. <laughs> crying watching that movie have you seen this no you have to you have to look it up i'll see if i can share it to you but it's like this little girl and arlo is like he he like he can't get up or whatever he was just coming out of the water i guess from when his dad died you know and he and she's like crying and the mom's like, what's wrong? He's like, she's like, are you sad? He's, she's like, yeah, I'm sad or whatever. It's like, and then she's like, get up, dinosaur, get up. <laughs> and it's just so cute. And she's like, so sad. Um, yeah, she says like the dinosaur made her sad or something, but it's, it's adorable. So um, if people find that on online somewhere, it's super cute. Um yeah, maybe I'll see if I can share it onto the the fan page, Facebook page. Um, yeah. All right, so I guess we'll just hit the closing now. Um, where can uh, people find you? Um, on Instagram under All Geyer Adventures, A L G U I R E Adventures, and the podcast Behind the Dreams podcast. All right, and you can find us on Twitter at BT Disney Podcast, um, Instagram. You said that Facebook.com backslash Behind the Dreams Podcast, YouTube Behind the Dreams Podcast is our channel. We are on Stitcher, SoundCloud, and iTunes. Please rate us on iTunes Store; it helps people find us. Um, all right, so I guess that's about everything, and we will see you all next week. Bye. <laughs> see y'all. Soon.